0: You guys know the Honest Company. Safe products for your family and your home. Remember that if you purchase your first bundle by Mother's Day, you're going to get a free gift worth $20. Just use the code REALSIMPLE at checkout, and it's yours. You've got to try Honest.com. Promo code REALSIMPLE. Welcome to Adulthood Made Easy, a podcast from Real Simple Magazine that will not only help you navigate real life, but win at real life. I'm your host, Sam Zabel, an editorial assistant at realsimple.com and clueless 22-year-old slowly figuring out how the adult world works week by week. As you can imagine, working at Real Simple means that a lot of my coworkers are great cooks with organized desks and, I imagine, immaculately clean homes. Of course I can't prove that, but I don't picture dusty blinds or sinks full of dishes or neglected bathrooms, which can be what my apartment looks like some weeks. For everyone that finally has their own space like me, congratulations. And if you've realized that maintaining and cleaning that space takes a bit of work, I'm here to help. Steph Cisco, who's with me today, is a home editor at Real Simple, and she's my go-to whenever I have a question about cleaning, organizing, or life in general. But she's a serious expert when it comes to keeping an apartment clean. Before you get nervous, this isn't going to be about getting your apartment so sparkling and spotless that you can eat off the floor. This is about easy, fast ways to keep it clean enough so that when your parents visit, you can skip the lecture. Hi, Steph.
1: Hi, thanks for having me.
0: Thank you so much for being here today to share all of your wisdom.
1: I'm excited.
0: So before we start, I think everyone will want to know... Tell us a little bit about how clean your apartment is and what your kind of cleaning philosophy is.
1: You know, whenever I tell people what I do at Real Simple, they always ask, is your home sparkling clean? Is your home so organized? And really, though I practice what I preach, I do it in my own way, and I think that's what's most important for everybody. So, no, my home's not sparkling clean. I probably wouldn't recommend taking a white glove to, you know, that dresser back in the corner (sighs) because it'll probably be dusty. But I know I know what should be cleaned and I know what's the germiest, so that's what I'm hoping to share
0: today. And that's why you're here. So <laughs> let's start with a brand new apartment and you go to the drugstore or some kind of home store and you need like a couple products that are your cleaning superstars. I mean, I know you need, you know, maybe dishwashing detergent, laundry detergent, things like that, paper towels, but what are some products that you swear by that are going to get your apartment clean fast?
1: Well, beyond the basics, I think you need to be stocked with a few extra things that are really going to just make the job a whole lot easier for you. My go-to product these days are microfiber cleaning cloths because you can clean basically anything in your house with the cloth or the cloth and water. You don't need any specialty products. And these cloths are so kind of ingenious that they will clean 99% of bacteria off your surfaces.
0: Amazing. Okay, so microfiber clods.
1: Microfiber cloths. Then I love the Lysol Dual Action Wipes. They're your typical disposable cleaning wipe, but one side is like a little bit sturdier, kind of like a kitchen sponge. It's got a little more grit to it. So, you know, when you kind of have some baked-on messes on your kitchen stove maybe, or, um, you know, something kind of spilled on the floor, you can use that. Um, kind of as extra elbow grease, and the disposable aspect is just really easy. Then, you know, we all need a vacuum, but in your first apartment, more likely than not, you don't have a whole lot of space to, to store that vacuum. So, My favorite small space vacuum is this uh, Electrolux Ergo Rapido. It's a two-in-one vacuum, so it's a cordless stick vacuum, so you can get the floor, and then it has a removable handheld, so if you have on the counter, or you know, want to kind of get in the crevices of your sofa, you can use this handheld and then pop it back in, store it in a corner, and it's out of sight, out of mind.
0: Perfect. That's that's a good one to know because I, I feel like I'm constantly in need of a vacuum, but I don't know that mine's the most efficient mm-hmm. because there are just there's always something on my carpet, something on my counter. Yeah, just sort you of want leave a thing.
1: Small space, out of the way, but does the job. Yes. Does does the job well and has good suction. Does the job for me.
0: That's what I want. Things that do the job for me.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then another basic that's kind of been around forever, but people often skip over when they're buying cleaning products, is some kind of mild abrasive. And Barkeeper's Friend, like I said, has been around forever. And it's really essential when it comes to scrubbing your sink or your tub or even the the stovetop. It really will kind of give you a little more grit that you need to get off any stuck on messes.
0: I will say that my mom uses that mm-hmm. and she actually in my first apartment she sent me with two of them because <laughs> she can't get over how it makes her pots and pans look. It's her it should be called Samantha's mom's friend <laughs> instead of barkeeper's friend cuz she just she can't get enough of it.
1: And then I think lastly to kind of round out your cleaning cleaning essentials, I would say to have a squeegee that you keep in the shower. If after you turn off your shower and get out after your morning bathing routine and you just wipe down your tile walls with that squeegee, what that'll do is get rid of all the water and the soap scum that could tend to develop there by squeegeeing it off. You'll have to scrub off less soap scum later on.
0: I love that, the idea of preventing the stuff before it happens. Okay, so those are really good kind of basics to have, like we said, in addition to the normal things that you'd be picking up at the drugstore or wherever. But I think now we should go through the apartment with the three big rooms, the bedroom, the bathroom, and the kitchen. And I know people probably have common areas or a living room, but to me, these are the three that will really reflect that poor cleaning job or lack of cleaning job altogether. So let's start with the kitchen. What is the best way to keep your kitchen clean daily, monthly, weekly, yearly?
1: So in your kitchen, I think the sink is the most important. What you need to do is never let those dishes pile up. That's what's kind of going to cause a baked on mess, a really just icky kind of feeling to the space. If you're not keeping up with that, that'll make the entire room kind of feel dirtier than it might actually be. Mm-hmm. So give your give your sink a daily wipe down. Don't let those dishes pile up. And then after you cook, if you're a avid cook at your own house, or even if you're just, you know, putting a lean cuisine in the microwave.
0: There we go. That's me.
1: (laughs) Just give the countertop kind of a wipe down after each meal, you know, get those crumbs off. And then ultimately that'll help you not have to do such a heavy duty scrub down later in the week or the month. Okay. When it comes to your stovetop, you know, you're cooking spaghetti sauce, things tend to boil over. You want to catch those spills early on because, again, If you let time go by, they'll harden, they'll bake on, they'll get really gross and stuck, and you'll get some guns trying to scrub it off. So if you give the stovetop, you know, your daily wipe down, your monthly once-over will be a whole lot easier. But I recommend kind of covering that spot of the kitchen at least once a month. And then for your microwave, I mean, I think that's for our first apartment. that's probably one of the most used appliances. Yes. So with the microwave, what we recommend is to just nuke a bowl of water with lemon juice for about three minutes. And what that'll do is kind of give the interior of your microwave like a steam bath. Oh, so you let cool. that, that steam just kind of sit in the space for another five minutes after you heat it up. And then once you open the microwave, you can just take a paper towel and wipe the interior and everything will come off so easily and so smoothly, and it'll look brand new and also smell good because of that lemon juice.
0: Perfect. And when we talked before, you have I know you have two really cool cleaning shortcuts for the floors and the fridge <laughs> that I think everyone will want to know. I love them.
1: Yeah. So for the floors, I just take two of those disposable cleaning wipes, put one under each foot, and kind of skate across floor and you know it doesn't necessarily get into every nook and cranny that a mop might do but for me it's kind of enjoyable and fun and you know it gets the it gets the job done and i can do it while i'm you know doing other things i can still walk in the space because i have the cleaning product literally (laughs)
0: underfoot i love that one that's my favorite one i think but you have a cool one for the fridge too
1: yeah so for the fridge another preventative measure that i think is really fantastic is to line your empty refrigerator shelves with plastic wrap. So, you know, it can kind of create a seamless layer between the, shel- the refrigerator shelf and any of that, like, spilly materials like chocolate sauce or, you know, spaghetti sauce or yeah. anything that tends to just, like, leak out in your fridge. And then, say, your parents are coming over or a guy or whatever, and you want to look presentable, all you need to do is peel up that, that piece of plastic wrap, and then all the gunk goes in the trash with it, and it looks spick and span once your guests are arrived.
0: I love that one. And before we move on for the kitchen, I want to go back to that sink full of dirty dishes. Mm -hmm. If you are lucky enough to have a dishwasher, should you be washing them before they head in the dishwasher? And if you don't have a dishwasher, what is the best way to get them dishwasher clean?
1: Well, I think these days, it really depends on how new your dishwasher is. But these days, the more modern... Ah, uh, styles shouldn't really require you to have to do any pre-rinsing before you wash your dish dishes. So mm-hmm. what I would suggest if you aren't sure how if how much you should do prior to putting your dishes in the dishwasher, I'd say like start start off easy for yourself. Just put them straight from the kitchen table into the dishwasher with food and all on it. Run it, see how well it does. And if it doesn't clean them quite as well as you had hoped, then I would, you know, give them a a rinse down, try it again, and keep moving forward until you kind of find, you know, that sweet spot of where it really gets clean.
0: Okay, so let's move on to the bedroom and what we should be cleaning to make our bedrooms not look like a total crazy mess. Yeah,
1: so, you know, making the bed doesn't necessarily seem like a cleaning routine, but it really is. It's something that's going to motivate you to make the entire space better and more livable. I mean, so what I suggest is to make your bed every day. It'll make it feel great once you come in after a long day of work. You won't feel like, oh, you've got all this stuff weighing on you. It'll just be a calm kind of oasis for you. So make your bed every day. Uh, okay. <laughs> it, even, it doesn't even have to be like tucking the sheets into the mattress. It can just be as simple as like pulling that comforter all the way out to the pillows. Just kind of let it make it look smooth and serene.
0: Okay. I'll tr- I will will I I can try that, the, like throw the comforter up by the pillows. Yeah. I can do that.
1: And then when it comes to the floor, I say vacuum every week. Mm -hmm. And you don't just want to vacuum, you know, around the edges of furniture. If you can, try and push them out of the way. One thing that we suggest is if you're able to get things that are on casters or on sliding cushions to make it easier to kind of get under there, that's where all those dust bunnies and, and crumbs tend to hide is kind of underneath the furniture. They tend to like the dark spaces. So if you can move your furniture, do so. But, you know, I think... Every week you can do kind of a, a general vacuuming, and then probably once a month you want to do that move the furniture deep down okay. for cleaning. Perfect. Then for your blinds, you want to dust those once a month because they do tend to collect dirt and debris because they're sitting oftentimes by an open window and, just, you know, things fly in. So those should get a, a monthly wipe down, and then your ceiling fan should also get a monthly wipe down. Just make sure all that dust is not, you know, going into the air that you're breathing.
0: Yeah, that's probably good to not breathe in a lot of dust, I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't even think I can reach the top of my blinds, but I'll have I'll give it a try. <laughs> get an extendable a telescoping duster. Those are really
1: easy to find these days and it really makes a world of difference because I don't like leaning precariously on, you know, a step stool or anything. Yeah. And so the telescoping duster gives you the reach and control that you need.
0: And then you can get like the tops of cupboards and stuff too. Oh totally. Okay. Great. All right. Now we're going to move on to my least favorite Mm -hmm. thing ever in the whole entire world, cleaning the bathroom, which I just want to say I hate doing. Everyone hates doing, but I hate it the most of (laughs) of everyone in the whole world.
1: I'm sure. I'm sure. Well, you know, it's not fun for anybody, but again, if you focus on kind of trying to keep those spaces clean preventatively, it'll really help you in the long run, not having to spend so much time in there doing that that cleaning routine that you absolutely abhor, obviously. Right. So what I suggest is giving your sink and your counter a daily wipe down after you're brushing your teeth or you finish getting ready in the morning, just take a wet cloth or one of your disposable cleaning wipes and give that all a wipe down to make sure that toothpaste is, you know, out of the sink, that sort of thing. Then with the tub, you want to clean that probably weekly, maybe biweekly. But, again, if you squeegee the walls, you're going to prevent a buildup of soap scum, so you'll make that weekly or biweekly cleaning a lot easier and minimize the amount of of effort you're going to have to put into it. And then the nastiest spot is the toilet, obviously. So what I suggest is a weekly wipe down. You want to clean the bowl with, you know, your toilet bowl brush. And one thing you want to do, just like the sponge in your sink, is to let that toilet brush dry before you put it back in its canister. So if you open the the toilet lid and seat, put both of them up, scrub out the interior with your brush, and then flush the toilet with the brush kind of leaning inside. That'll rinse everything off, give it a clean... Coat of water, and then you close the lid on the handle of the brush and let that drip dry for about fifteen minutes before you put it in the canister. That'll prevent any bacteria from growing.
0: I'm cringing so much right now I because I, I don't. I need to buy a new a new brush. Like that's that's number one on my list. I think. How often do you recommend switching that out?
1: Well, I think it depends on on how thorough you are in your in your care for it. So, as silly as it sounds, you do need to care for your toilet brush. But I'd say probably every six months. Okay. Get a, get a new brush if you're getting one, you know, at the local dollar store, you know, just a cheapy one because it is, after all, your toilet bowl cleaner. Yeah. So I'd say every six months if you can.
0: And while we're on the topic, I have to share my favorite cleaning secret that I actually learned at Real Simple, and it it amazed me, which is that if you wet a dryer sheet, mm-hmm. And like I had I when I moved in the there was some soap scum on the walls of the bathroom that I wanted to get rid of and I didn't feel like scrubbing at it and wetting a dryer sheet and using it to scrub the walls. It comes right off like it's, it's the weirdest worker. thing ever. And I learned that at Real Simple and told everyone mm-hmm. it's like the biggest takeaway I've gotten so far. It's it changed my bathroom cleaning game forever. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Well, we will be right back with Stephanie Sisko to hear about some of the sneaky areas you're not cleaning right after a word from our sponsor. I know you want to give your kids the healthiest start in life, but it can be hard. The Honest Company makes it a lot easier. Honest.com is completely changing the way you'll take care of your kids and your homes with responsible, safe household products you can trust. Take, for instance, Honest Diapers. Ultra soft, super absorbent, and with cute prints using plant-based and sustainable materials. And here's what I'm excited about. I always forget my Mother's Day gifts until the last minute, but if you purchase your first bundle before Mother's Day, they'll send you a free aromatic soy candle worth $20. Just use the code REALSIMPLE at checkout on Honest.com, and you'll get one of Honest's most popular items free. Honest.com, promo code REALSIMPLE. Okay, Stephanie, so we've talked about all three of the big rooms, but what are some of the sneaky, germy areas that I am forgetting to clean and I need to start cleaning now?
1: (laughs) Well, I feel like I've been grossing you out this entire time, but I'm going to continue now. It's okay.
0: (laughs) It's the only way I'm going to learn.
1: Well, I just need to warn you about doorknobs, light switches and the refrigerator handle those spots that multiple people touch on a daily basis are going to be the germiest spots in your home. And it's kind of equivalent to a subway pole, the (laughs) amount of hands and and fingers. and. uh, I hate that (laughs) analogy,
0: but it's so important to phrase it that way.
1: (laughs) Yes, it's disgusting, but it totally, I mean, it is a place you really have to remember. So I'd say every couple of weeks you want to take a lap around your, your apartment or your house. With that canister of disinfecting wipes and just give each of them every light switch, every doorknob, your refrigerator and freezer handle, give them a wipe down so that, you know, when your roommate has a sick boyfriend or your super has come in to fix your leaky faucet and they've all touched your your doorknobs, you're not catching any of their germs.
0: I'm I'm probably going to do that every single day.
1: You know what? For that's like a week, a and idea. then I'm
0: going to forget. I see that's, that's the problem is I hear about these germy things, and I'm like, oh, my gosh, I, I need to go home and clean everything. And I feel that way for a day, and then I forget about it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Well, one thing I do suggest don't, you don't forget about is also cleaning the coffee maker. Because, Ooh. you know, coffee is kind of imperative to our young adult survival. Yes. So you want to make sure that your machine is running smoothly. So at Real Simple, what we always suggest is cleaning out your coffee machine every three to six months to get rid of any lime scale that might have developed in there and made it run kind of sluggishly. So what you do is run the machine with vinegar instead of water and obviously don't put any coffee grounds in. You just want that vinegar to run through the entire system and that'll get rid of any of those limescale deposits and then follow that with a few more runs with just water to clear out any of the vinegar because obviously you don't want vinegar coffee.
0: And how many cups of vinegar should I be using? Like fill the whole, I think my thing has a 10 cup capacity. Should I be using 10 cups of vinegar?
1: say you need to do an entire an entire 10 cup full I'd say probably six to six cups and um, that'll
0: that'll do the trick for sure perfect and I know that this one's hard for you but what about Mm -hmm. some areas that I have permission to ignore and not clean (laughs) (laughs) that I can just this
1: is probably the toughest question you've asked me all day (laughs) I'd say you could ignore the walls yes people do clean their walls it's a very old school thing very italian style thing that people do but um i think that's something you can can avoid unless you know there's some glaring like fingerprints or whatever that you need to take a magic eraser to okay. and then you could skip the baseboards okay for the most part unless you know there's like a 10-inch layer of dust then i'd say you should attack that the glass in your oven that's something that's become kind of popular because in the cleaning world as far as like how to clean it but i think that's kind of just getting nitpicky so you know, if I have to pick anything, I'd say those three are the things you could skip.
0: I know that was hard for you. So thank you. <laughs> and something that's come up, we've we've brought them up, but we haven't really talked about them is having roommates. And when I in my house in college, I was like the nutty roommate and my thing was the dishes. Like I was so nutty about the kitchen, especially dirty dishes. And for my birthday, one of my roommates actually got me a magnet that you can put on the dishwasher and one side says, "Sorry, we're dirty." And the other says, come in, we're clean, because they knew that I was always like, can someone empty the dishwasher? Are the dishes clean? Can someone clean the dishes? So how do you recommend setting up a system with your roommate so you're not kind of doing all of the housework, but it's also not awkward and yeah. you're not the nutty one about the dishes?
1: Well, if you, you aren't lucky enough to have a magnet like you, yeah. um, <laughs> what I'd suggest is setting up a roommate plan, kind of a contract right up front when you move into the apartment together or the house together and just be upfront about any past issues you've had and just say, you know, a clean house is important to me or, you know, a a, a clean kitchen is important to me. Just be specific about what you really need. And I think that'll help everything move a lot easier in the future. So, you know, if you kind of create a plan with this, this roommate contract, say, you know, uh, we promise that dirty dishes won't be left in the sink overnight because that can, kind of just build up, build up, build up, and cause, you know, a whole lot of need to clean later.
0: Perfect. And before before we go, I want to propose an emergency situation <laughs> to you and see how you can solve it. So let's say your parents call, and they are de- they decided to surprise you, and they're coming over in an hour, and you have an hour to get your apartment ready to go. What do you do?
1: Okay. I say, first and foremost, make sure your bed is made. Because, again, that kind of gives the illusion of clean and calm. Okay. Then one of the tricks you can do if you don't have time to dust or anything is to flip. If you have slatted blinds on your windows, flip those blinds in the opposite direction than you normally keep them because the dust settles on the top of them. So if you flip them upside down and the bottom shows, no dust is showing. Okay. Then in the bathroom, because that's an area that more likely than not your guests are going to encounter, you just want to wipe down the mirror, make sure there's no toothpaste, you know, laddered on there and wipe down the sink and countertop area and then take out the trash and spray some air freshener light a candle you know give the the illusion of a super clean home with a nice scent and then lastly I'd say kind of take a a five or ten minute sweep of your space and just pick up any clutter and store it in a holding spot maybe you know you have a collapsible bag in your in your closet where you can store those things for the interim and then you know, you remember to come back to them once your guests are gone and put them in their rightful places.
0: Perfect. Well, now my parents are going to know my secret, but I hope <laughs> I've helped someone else who has surprise guests coming over. Thank you, Steph. Per usual, you are you're my go-to for everything.
1: I'm more than happy to help.
0: Thank you to everyone else for joining me today for Adulthood Made Easy. Do you have questions or topics you'd like me to cover next time? Tweet them to me at Sam Zabel and I'll add them to my list. I'd like to thank our producer... Henry Malofsky. And if you enjoyed the episode, please review and subscribe on iTunes, where you'll also find three more podcasts from the Real Simple team. Don't forget to buy a copy of the book that has all the answers, The Real Simple Guide to Real Life, which you can get wherever books are sold. I'm Sam Zabel, and I'll have more answers next time.